Welcome to the You Hide Me at Hello podcast with me, your host, Deb Houston. I'm not a recruiter. I am a hiring strategist. And whether you are hiring your first employee or you already have a team of 50 plus, you're in the right place. As an ex-recruiter of 17 years, I geek out on anything to do with hiring strategy and processes. And my goal is to help you hire the right people for your business whilst avoiding those costly hiring mistakes. Most business leaders and owners have not been taught how to hire. So I set up this podcast to help you win the war for talent and stop repelling your dream employees. From employer branding, talent attraction strategy and hiring processes to interviewing and onboarding your employees, there's a topic for everyone, all with a lighthearted and fun vibe. So without further ado, let's get cracking and get stuck in. Welcome back to another episode of You Hired Me at Hello, the podcast dedicated to helping scaling and growing businesses thrive. I am your host, Deb Houston, and today we'll be diving into the topic of onboarding new hires and how crucial first impressions are in this process. Now, first of all, I want to talk about the importance of having a stellar onboarding process. No matter how big or how small your business is, getting this right is crucial. And did you know that having an effective onboarding program can improve employee retention by 82%? So yes, first impressions do count and first impressions have a lasting impression. So this is your employee's first encounter to not only you, but your management style and how you run your business. And, you know, it's highly likely that your new employee is going to be really nervous about their first day too. No matter how confident we are, everyone experiences the first day jitters and they too are hoping to make a good first impression on you. And the more organised you are and ready for them to start, the more time you can take to ensure that they experience a platinum level welcome. Roll out that red carpet, (laughs) make them feel special. And, you know, changing jobs is quite overwhelming. So this is your opportunity to prove to them that they have made the right decision and have no regrets about coming to work for you. And... You know, I'm always talking about employer branding and everything that we do. It's an opportunity to build employer branding, reputation, etc. So how you onboard, excuse me, how you onboard new employees to your business is free promotion. You know, we've all been there. Everybody asks how your first day went in your new job. It's a widely spoken about conversation and how they answer this question is how their family and friends are going to perceive your brand. So it's not just the first impression that you're making on your employee. It's that first impression that it's having on their extended networks as well. And, you know, a well-crafted onboarding experience sets the tone for an employee's journey and can really impact their engagement and productivity. And I'm sure you've hired your employee because you need more productivity in your business or they're going to have some impact. So the easier you can make it for them to get productive, it's a win-win. So how can your business create memorable onboarding experiences? I'm going to talk you through um, three best practices. 
And I've broken this down. I always talk about we've got the first start, which is the pre-boarding stage. So this is happens as soon as they've, you've offered them the job. Then we've obviously got like the first week. And then we've got that kind of ongoing onboarding as well, because it doesn't just stop after the first day. So let's talk about the pre-boarding stage of onboarding. So before a new hire even sets foot in your office or virtual office, however you're onboarding them, there are crucial steps businesses can take to ensure this this smooth transition. And this is what we're going to refer to as the pre-boarding stage. And it begins the moment the job offer is accepted. So what can you do to make a positive first impression from here? So during the pre-boarding stage, communication is key. So you want to be providing clear instructions and important information, like what can they expect on their first day? You know, what do they need? What necessary paperwork do you need them to complete? Think about payroll, um, any ID that you need to set them up in your HRIS system. And, you know, maybe as well, there might be some pre pre-onboarding training materials that they might like to read about the culture, the values, etc. Anything that you can help your new hire feel prepared and welcomed is going to be beneficial at this stage. And my top tip is to ensure that you get this information to your new employee without them having to chase you. I see so many times new employees emailing their new employer saying, oh, I just wanted to check in and see what the plans are for day one. Um, you know, make a note in your calendar so it reminds you to do it. And it's these little things that will all add to the overarching experience of them coming to work for you. Um, the second thing as well at the pre-boarding stage is to plan, plan, plan. You know, write out your onboarding schedule in advance. Clear your diary, ensure everyone else in the onboarding process is aware of their roles and tasks. And, you know, the more organised you can be in advance the better the first impression will be because you'll have more time to dedicate to making that first experience a good experience. So think about what do they need to know? Who will need to teach them? How will you teach them? You know, what tools will they need? Think about manuals. Do you have a new starter pack? And then let's not forget technology. (laughs) Um, You know, we need to allow enough time for laptops to be organised, phones if they need it, email addresses, you know, all this needs to be set up. You know, there's nothing worse than your new employee starting and them not even having the the tools to be able to do the job. Um, As well, you know, do you have online training that you've recorded yourself doing or do you have things saved that might be part of their week one onboarding? Um, You know, how are they going to access that if they don't have the necessary IT systems and tools to do that? So these are all just tiny little things which might sound obvious but sometimes we can forget the small stuff and then your new employee arrives and you go oh no I forgot to do this (laughs) so they're just some key things and then we've got the second stage which is the the first day and first week I combine these together and I think that first week goes so fast (laughs) then if you just look at that as an entire stage just that first day and first week so the first day on the job is crucial You know, it is the day that is going to shape their perception of your company and its culture. And, you know, just having that warm welcome, ensuring that everybody's aware, you know, remind people of their names, um, you know, let them know what time they're arriving. 
um, it can make such a big difference and encourage you know if there's a team and it's going to be in an office or even if it's virtual encourage team members to say, say hello personally or even if it's online virtual onboarding get the team to all send a morning message saying welcome can't wait to get to know you little things like this will really make that person feel welcomed so we're talking about a warm welcome here so you know having a personalized welcome message um, as well we want them to have an organized prepared workstation if it's going to be actually based on a particular premise um, you know small gifts a welcome kit all little things like that can go a long way in making news employees feel special and appreciated it might even be that everyone in the office gets their own mug <laughs> with their name on it and um, little things like that can make such a difference or having a brand new pad and a pen for them you know not somebody else's half used notepad um, that they no longer utilized and <laughs> um, also as well, um, one thing that you can do for that, especially for that first week, is assign your new employee a buddy. As much as you would like, I'm sure it's not going to be possible for you to spend every minute of every day because you are still going to have business critical tasks that you need to do to keep things moving forward. So this needs to be someone that they can feel comfortable approaching if you're not around you know a go-to person who is there to answer any questions that they may have and you want to make sure that you pick the right person for this you know this person needs to be available approachable and helpful and more so loves sharing knowledge you know there might be times where your new employee does have questions but they don't want to ask too many questions so you know rather than feeling like they're interrupting you knowing that there's someone else there to help can make a big difference as well and it also helps with that team bonding it's giving them you know another reason to be able to speak to people across the team without feeling like they're distracting them also as well in week one it is really essential that you have conversations around their onboarding schedule and then set clear expectations. That way your new employee is going to know what they're working towards and just really understand your expectations as well. Uh, for example, you know, do you want your employee to feel like they're exceeding in their first weeks, you know, to build confidence? So if deep down you'd light them up and running within a month, communicate that you envisage them being familiar with the processes at six weeks that way when they are feeling more familiar at four weeks they're exceeding and it's really important that you know you celebrate those milestones and really praise as they're going through that as well also as well ensure that they understand very early on what the parameters are of their role. So, you know, if they're going to have full autonomy, let them know that is your goal. But maybe explain that you're going to be there and more hands-on to support and guide them in the initial first few weeks. But then, you know, as they pick up things up and get more confident, you'll be stepping away. The end of week one, check in with your new employee and just see how their first week has been you know make it an easy conversation it doesn't have to be like a formal meeting you know what have they enjoyed the most you know how did they find it you know, is there anything at this stage that they feel that like they need to cover off in more detail um you know again next week um and it's just that casual check-in just to see you know what they've picked up what they've enjoyed and what they'd like to know more of and finally, in this first week, ensure that they know they can approach you if they're stuck, 
confused or have any questions and you know set that up that no blame culture your new employee might make mistakes and that is totally understandable but ensure that you create an environment in which they feel comfortable speaking up and asking for help and not feeling on edge and that they're like not allowed to make any mistakes and you'd rather your employee make some mistakes in the first few weeks and learn from it rather than never tell you and then you never know because that's when disaster hiring disasters tend to happen <laughs> so that's kind of like your first week and then you know it doesn't stop there you know onboarding can be the first 3 or 4 months so you know you want to provide that continuous support and follow-ups and this is vital you know to ensure that smooth transition and successful integration so you know you want to do regular check-ins with your new hire especially during those first few weeks this is really going to help address any concerns or challenges that they might be facing and you know, managers and mentors, e.g. you, should provide constructive feedback, you know, celebrate those achievements and then offer guidance for growth and development. A lot of it, you want it to come from them. You know, what do they feel like they'd like development in? What do they feel that they've done well? How do they feel where they could improve? You know, if you get it all to come from them, and then you can add in those extra points from there, make it collaborative um, so that they know that you've got their best interests at heart as well. And do not underestimate the power of feedback loops. You know, encourage your new hires to provide feedback on their onboarding experience because this is what's what's going to allow you to really refine and improve your onboarding process next time you hire somebody for your business and you know that's going to create an even better onboarding experience for future employees you can access a step-by-step guide to successful onboarding in the Flock's newly launched Hiring Success Starter Kit, which is totally free. And the link to download it is in the show notes. So if you'd like to know more about onboarding success, there is a step-by-step guide that you can follow in the Success Kit. So download away. That wraps up today's episode of You Hide Me at Hello. We've explored the importance of first impressions and best practices for onboarding new hires. Now, remember, crafting a memorable onboarding experience starts from the moment a job offer is accepted and it continues through to the first day and it extends with ongoing support and follow-up. So implement these best practices and your business can create a culture that values and nurtures its new employees. Best of luck. That's all, folks. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, remember to subscribe to the You Hide Me at Hello podcast and feel free to leave a review and share it with your network. For further info, check out the link to the website in the podcast description. Thanks again from me, your host, Deb Houston. From me to you, over and out until next time.